0: Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. tonight to the book of Hebrews. Our text will come from Hebrews chapter number 12. Hebrews chapter number twelve. We're going to start at verse number twenty-two. Read down through verses through verses twenty-nine. We desire your prayer tonight. We want to just obey God. We want to encourage your hearts. And um, concerning some things that are unshakable, Hebrews chapter number twelve. We'll begin our reading tonight at verse number twenty-two. But year come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. Let me stop just right there. I want to give some context so as I read this, it's more meaningful, I hope. But the apostle had just told them, reminded them about Sinai, Mount Sinai, the law, and what it was like for the people when they came unto the Mount of Sinai and how terrified they were to hear the voice of God and to see the thunderings and the fire and all of those things and, and and how they stood aback and how they were told not to touch Mount Sinai lest they be killed or thrust through. and And here the contrast in verse number 22 is about Mount Zion. The difference between Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. The difference between the law and grace. Hopefully that's helpful. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, grace, a spiritual mount, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men, made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling. That speaketh better things than that of Abel see that you refuse not him that speaketh for if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth much more shall we not not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven whose voice then shook the earth but now he hath promised saying yet once more, I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signified the removing of those things that are shaken. As of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Father, open your word to our hearts tonight. Speak it, speak it as only you can. We long for it, Father, it's the very bread of life to us. We pray that you'd remind us of those things that that are of you, those things that are unshakable, those things that are unchangeable, unmovable. May our heart, God, rest in the promises of these truths. May we be encouraged and Lord zealous as we go out from this place to share this truth with others. Thank you for what you're going to do as we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Apostle Paul understood the difference between Mount Sinai and Mount Zion. And as he penned this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I believe there was a clearness that's meant for you and I, a clearness that we cannot be saved by the law but by grace alone. And that as we come to Mount Zion, that there's a a lot better to be had when you recognize all of the things that he described as what he was speaking of directly that we read to you. Certainly what we find in the representation of this spiritual place, this heavenly place, Mount Zion, what we find is it's the place of God. But I want to take us tonight just to the verse of Scripture, verse number 27, and that be our text. And I want to share with you just four things that are unshakable and will be done. And this word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken. As of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. There's a difference between those things that are shaken or can be shaken and those things that cannot. The things that he spoke of concerning Mount Sinai were things that could be shaken. Certainly when the Lord Jesus Christ came on the scene, he shook it up. Everything that the Pharisees knew of the law, when Jesus came along and began to fulfill that law, it began to challenge all that they had ever believed before. It wasn't a bad thing, but it certainly drew them out and brought them to a place where they had to decide whether they would follow the Christ or they would follow the law, whether they would stick with 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 the things that God had given Moses, which were but shadows, things that were shaken or could be shaken, or the things that could not be. For when Christ came along he would forever establish a kingdom, a kingdom that would never be shaken. A kingdom that would never go away. A kingdom that would be forever. And I encourage us tonight as we look at just four different passages of Scripture. To remind yourself that the things of God, the things that are truly of God are those things that cannot be shaken. Number one, if you'll turn with us, if you want to turn with us to the book of Hebrews chapter number one, I want to read this scripture to you. Hebrews chapter one, verse number eight, he said, but unto the Son he saith, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Number one is the kingdom of God is unshakable. When we think about those things that are changeable, those things like a government or a world philosophy or belief system, a culture, a people, we can look back 100 years, 200 years, and certainly things have changed immensely. Those things are changeable. They are shaken when moved by circumstances of life and changes of this world. But may I say to you today that the kingdom of our God is unshakable. The throne of our God, you see, is forever and ever. From the beginning unto the end. He said, I am Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end, the first, and I am the last. You see, the throne of our God is unshakable. It is unchanging and who sits upon the throne is never in question. Our Father sits on the throne and the Son of God on the right hand of the Father and the kingdom of our God is unshakable and forever will stand. You see, there's no forces of this world. There's no enemy, not the devil, not all the forces of evil. None can stand against him. None are able, you see, to pull down from the throne, the mighty throne of God and his scepter of righteousness. There is none that is able, amen, to shake the throne of our God. You say, well, how in the world does that uh, help me? May I say to you today, as a child of God, as, as, as a born-again believer and heir to the throne and a joint heir to Christ, may I say the encouragement is that the throne that I have been born into will never fall. It will never fail. The throne of our God is forever and ever and there is no enemy that can defeat him. Amen. We ought to be encouraged today that regardless of what happens in this world concerning the things that are changeable, the things that are shakable in this life, the throne of our God is never shaken it is never shaken and it will never fall number 2 turn with us to psalms chapter 119 verse 89 i marked these so i could cheat i'm going to be a little faster than you are psalms 18, 119 verse 89 said this forever o lord thy word is settled in heaven now say today that there is also something unshakable and he's given it to us within the volume of a book He's given us from Genesis unto Revelation, the inspired word of God. What the apostle Paul told Timothy was the breathed word of God. It was God's breath to you and I, the word of God that has power to save, the word of God that has power to, to save you and to keep you. May I say to you today that the word of God is forever settled. It's not changeable, you see. There's no man that can change it. I understand that they create versions of it, and they're doing their best to indoctrinate men's minds to some different or perverted form of the gospel. But may I say, it does not change the word of our holy God. It still exists, and it will forever be settled in heaven. Oh, it's a good thing to know that the word of God doesn't change. If he could, you see, your salvation would be in jeopardy. Everything that you believe, the promises that we adhere and hold to and are dear to our heart, the very things that create hope in our soul concerning a land, a homeland to which we're going to one day, the very truth that the word of God never changes is an encouragement to you and I today. It does not change. It's unshakable, you see. My faith, I have to say, is shakable. There are things that hinder me and I wouldn't say that I'm perfect in any way but all there's things that I believe in that are (laughs) unshakable. The throne of my God is forever and ever and it'll never cease and he'll never not be in power. And number two, the word of God will forever stand and it's forever settled in heaven regardless of the adulterous generation that we live in who try to pervert the gospel and to preach a lie and heresy all around us, try to take the same book and tell lies within it. May I say to you today, you'll not change the word that's settled in heaven. What a glorious truth that it's not shaken. The word of God is not shaken nor can be. It's forever settled in heaven and the word of God is Christ. What the Bible said, what John said as he opened up his own gospel said was in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. So if the throne of God never fails and is unshakable I can assure you his word is as well. Number three, number three is the church of God. Turn with us to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter number 16. Matthew chapter number 16. Verse number 18. Jesus speaking to Peter and Jesus answered in verse number 17 and said unto him, blessed art thou Simon bar Jonah." for flesh and blood is not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against thee. I say unto you today that the church of Jesus Christ is not shakable. Now, I don't create within it the foundation that keeps it sure. He does. It's not because of me or not because of you that it's unshakable, it's because of him. Yeah, true. Amen. He said, I will build my church upon this rock, upon the rock of Peter's faith, upon the rock of your faith and my faith, upon the belief in the Lord Jesus Christ and that he is the son of God. May I say unto you today that the church of Jesus Christ is not going down, it's going up. It's not failing, it's going to heaven. It's not going to be shaken. It will, by the power of God, reside and be delivered in the end. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. How many of us believe, friend, that there's nothing the devil can do to tear the church of Jesus Christ down? Unshakeable. Unshakeable. I can assure you that he takes offense when it comes to his bride that the bridegroom himself defends <laughs> her. Defend, There is one, you see, that stands in my place. I can't stand toe-to-toe with the enemy and win that battle, but I tell you, there's one that fights my battles, one that stands for me, one who has given himself so that I, his bride, can be delivered one day in that glorious redemption. May I say to you today that the church of Jesus Christ is forever settled for sure. It is the power of God through the glory of Christ, and it is, friend, unshakable. Now, we know, People that that come and go and I can't discern a man's heart and know whether they're saved or not saved or why they're faithful or not faithful. But I can tell you this, what he said to Peter was true. He said, upon this rock will I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I can assure you, friend, that it is unshakable. The church of Jesus Christ will be delivered unto him without spot and without blemish one day, perfect in every way. He'll not be missing one. He will not have lost one. When we stand before God, we will be final and complete. It will be done and finished. And the church of Jesus Christ is forever standing for God. The throne of God is unshakable. The word of God is unshakable. The church of God is unshakable. And may I say also that the people of God are unshakable. Turn with us now to chapter, let me turn back to it again. 1 John chapter number 2, verse 17. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Abideth forever. I'm certainly glad that of all the things that are unshakable, that God is not shakable. He's not changeable. The throne of God, the word of God, the church of God, but may I say that for the children of God, they also will abide forever through the power of his Holy Spirit. Having been sealed until the day of redemption, the people of God shall persevere finally knowing friend, that we've not believed in this world, we've not fallen to this world, but we have served a living God. And may I say today that regardless of who you are, or where you are, or where you come from, what, what, what matters is that your name's been written in heaven, that you're a child of God. And the Bible said here in First John, that he that abideth in his will shall never fail. We as the people of God will abide forever if we do it the will of God. Now, We have a responsibility to do the will of God, and there are times when we fall short and come short, but may I say the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, that we should live righteously, soberly and godly in this present world. We have instruction. It's not as if we don't know what to do or how to do it, but here's what I'm going to say. We need to live according to the will of God. We need to trust in Him, believing in Him, because our souls have been safe in his hand since we've been saved. From the very beginning we've been safe in the hand of God. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever will never be shaken. Never be shaken. The encouragement to the people of God today is that though the world is shaken around us and it's shaking Amen. right everything that we know of is crumbling so many things that we have treasured and have found as the liberties of even life itself that seem to be eroding and being taken from us, I can assure you today there are some things that will never diminish. They will never fail. The throne of God is forever. The word of God is forever. The church of God is forever. And the people of God are forever. They're unshakable. Regardless of what comes or goes or what the world does, it doesn't make any difference what wars or rumors of wars or pestilences or famines or or whatever comes again. I can tell you this for a surety. If God be for us, who can be against us? So we can be encouraged tonight of those simple truths. There are some things that are not shaken. And as the world continues to change around us, and as what we know of, at least the comforts of this life, begin to disappear, I can assure you we will reside more and more in the truths that never change. The things that are forever and eternal, and ultimately that's what he wanted us to believe in anyhow. He didn't want us to trust in the things of this world, the things of life. He wanted us to trust in the things that were eternal and unmovable, unshakable in heaven. Come get a song. I don't know your heart tonight, but I know this. If you're, in, if you're in need of a Savior, I know one. And he's able to help you tonight. If you're not right with God, it'd be a good time to get right. right. If you're going to experience the powers of God's deliverance in such a In such a time of shaking in this world, you're going to have to be right with God. The throne of God, the word of God, the church of God, the people of God, these are things that are not moving. They're not moving. They're unshakable. They're established and forever settled in heaven. I hope we encourage tonight enough to share it with somebody else that they also might know that though everything else seems like it's falling apart, our Lord doesn't change. He's not changing. Stand with us tonight if you're here in need as we stand.